Hello and welcome to Coach Mark Manila here from the Coach Mark Manila podcast from ESLBusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. I'm here to help you live your best possible life, whether you're looking to create a fantastic company, maybe you're an entrepreneur wanting to set out and launch your brand, uh, perhaps you're wanting to take that overseas and you need help with marketing, business development, strategy, creatives, maybe you need website design. I can key you in to all of the places and the different specialists that you will need to get yourself there. I'll also help you with your English and your presentation and confidence practice. So even if you're a native speaker, you've got to be able to present confidently or else you're not going to swing the deal. So get in touch with me. I want to help. If you're trying to develop your English as a second language, again, I'm here to assist you. I coach over 700 students worldwide just this year alone, and I'm working with a fantastic amount of other people, both in a voluntary capacity and otherwise. And I'd love to help you too. So if you're struggling with your pronunciation, perhaps you feel you're limited with your sentence expansion, or maybe you just can't cut it in interviews. That's a nice idiom. And do get in touch with me. A 30-minute free session is yours. Just follow the links down below for everything, including my academy, my bookstore. There's special offers to get you discounts with other platforms if you want to work with different coaches, such as on Preply and iTalky. And I can guarantee you that if you follow the tips and advice I leave with you in my podcast every single day, then you will see progress as long as you do it consistently for up to 28 days at minimum. Also, please, if you find my podcast helpful, consider helping me. If you donate, you can buy me a cup of coffee, okay? And that allows me to also provide a coaching session to children and young adults and their families in places such as Peru, South America, these deprived areas, also across here in Southeast Asia, okay? And Africa too. I do a lot of work with African charities. So please do consider supporting me because it helps me keep these podcasts free for you and also give you lots of tips and support to help you progress with your life. And you know how the gift of English can really open doors for you. So please, if you have the ability to afford to do that, thank you very much for your contribution. The link is down below. Today, I'm going to be speaking about um, verbs to show an increase or decrease, um, rises and falls and lows and highs. Okay, so um, I want to really cover everything you might need, the basics anyway, for describing graphs and charts. This is something that I cover off in my masterclass. This is a tiny fraction of what we cover. Um, I can't possibly do it all in a podcast today, um, but this will give you some key vocabs if you are a professional who needs to give reports, write reports, present statistics, maybe you're an academic um, compiling a thesis or you know some sort of statistician. I work with many data scientists too. You all need these words. And um, frankly speaking, many of you, when you come to me at first, are limited to just saying, well, things are increasing or decreasing, and that's it. We're going to help you change that today so listen up right firstly before we go any further do make this an active listening session please it's no good just to listen to me and let it wash over you it's fine if you do that the first time you hear me but come back to this session with a pen and paper or a tablet or phone and make notes when you hear me i'm using vocab that oh that's new stop it write it down wherever you can okay and then once you've got the list from this podcast and all my others I'd like you after the podcast or as near as possible after listening to then try your own version. So try to summarize out loud what you've heard about in the podcast and use the new vocab that you've heard me use. Okay, Record yourself doing it and then watch yourself back. So in general, depending on how long the podcast is, this might take up to an hour. 
But what you can do is you can split it. So you could listen to me in the podcast and make a note and then pause, okay, and then come back another day and do 10 minutes, okay, 10 minutes of now trying to use the words you got from the podcast by summarizing it very quickly and listening back to yourself. That's going to take you probably about 20 minutes, okay? So you can find 20 minutes a day. I'm sure you can. We all can, okay? And it's not too much to ask to improve your English. So let's get on with it. Um, okay, so let's talk about increasing and rising significantly, okay? These are nice words, meaning to go up a lot, okay? So you could use it, so you could say something like in the period from December to um, February the following year, our profits increase significantly, reaching a peak of 20 million. Now, what does reaching a peak mean? A peak is different to a spike. Sometimes students get this one confused. So a peak, if you're looking at a, a range of, of different months here, would be the highest spike on the chart when it reached the top, okay? And no other month have it as high as that. That is the peak of that year, okay? So reaching a peak, okay, um, we would say, or increasing to a peak, we might say increasing the profits, you know, raised significantly, okay? And then we would say reaching a peak, okay, of 20 million. To rocket, to soar, means to go up quickly to a high level. So in October, the figures rocketed or soared, okay, to 2,600, I don't know, whatever it is, widgets. <laughs> All right, okay. So rocket is a nice one. We can also say went through the roof. So the figures, our figures, our stats for October went through the roof. Okay, we hit 2,600 copies. So listen, we hit. So not just reaching, you could say you hit hit that amount if it's something that you're really surprised about doing, okay? Um, reaching a peak means to get to a maximum, as we said before, all right? Um, you can also say, for example, the sales increased gradually, incrementally. What does that mean? Step by step, incrementally. So it didn't suddenly shoot up overnight. Little by little, gradually, it was steadily, listen, steadily, gradually, reaching a peak of approximately 25,000 copies in April. So the sales increased incrementally, gradually, little by little, reaching a peak of approximately 25,000 copies in April. Um, to increase, to rise slightly, to go up a little, that's what it means, okay, to rise slightly. So, I don't know, the figures for our widgets increased slightly over the past five years, all right? The opposite version, to decrease significantly, to go down a lot. Okay, now clearly, if you don't want to say it went down a lot, you just say they, they slightly decreased. Okay, decreased a little bit, minimally. So listen to these words. If something's minimal, okay, it means it's not significant. It's a slight amount. So they decreased slightly, minimally, um, a small decrease, you might say, a slight decrease. So think about those words. But if you're talking about a massive decrease, it's decreased significantly, massively, exponentially, to go down really a lot, okay? So, for example, in April, the sales decreased significantly. Um, we reached an all-time low of 1,500 books. Really bad year, right? Okay. So we would say they're reaching an all-time low. So that's the opposite of hitting a peak, right? Okay. The opposite would be an all-time high if it was going up significantly, okay? Another words we can use plummeting and plunging. All right. So property values have plunged, okay, by 2022. Um, the property values have plummeted in 2022. 
okay? Um, so these, these are words to use a significant drop very quickly though, suddenly plunged, dropped, plummeted, okay? We also might say tanked. Tanked is quite an interesting word, the prices have tanked, all right? So tanking means, yeah, they've just, the bottom has just dropped out of the market, like on Wall Street, you know? Plummeted, plunged, tanked, okay? Uh, went through the floor. That's another way we say it. Instead of saying going through the roof or rocketing, we say they have plummeted and gone through the floor. Imagine it like hitting the deck and going further, right? Okay. Um, you can also, to decrease slightly, all right, like we said earlier, to go down a little. So, you know, the figures for our company have decreased slightly over the past decade. To reach a low means to go to a minimum, right? But that doesn't mean that it's going to stay there. So the profits of our company saw a dramatic fall and reached a low of 10 million in 2000. This word I'm going to use next is very helpful. So fluctuate. So a fluctuation is to change all the time. They're not stable. They are unstable and a volatile market. So a fluctuating market, um, our, our prices are fluctuating. We're in a volatile situation. Um, the market is completely unstable. It's basically saying it is changing all the time. So the profits of our company um, are fluctuating during the last few months. Um, they have leveled off or remain stable, but we're unsure of the final outcome. So to level off or to remain stable means not to change, okay? So they've been fluctuating, but during the last few months, they have leveled off and started to stabilize. They haven't changed. But leveling off and remaining stable means they've just stayed where they're at, okay? Um, so for example, we can also say like, Wall Street has remained stable, I wish, um, for a few days now, okay? So that's another way that you can use to remain stable or, or leveling off. Also, um, to halve. Now, that's something that's not used a lot, but it should be. So you could just quite quickly, instead of talking very specific figures, you could say, um, for example, in the past 10 years, um, the tiger population um, has halved, okay? Or has been halved, you can say that too. Um, to drop, to dip to show a downward trend or decline. Um, a decline is the opposite of incline, to go up. So for example, you could say, um, our figures are showing a downward trend, okay, over the last six months, or stock prices dropped after the company's announcement to sell out, okay? So we are talking here, dropping, dipping. Now dipping is slightly different, let me explain. Dipping and dropping, right. <laughs> Yeah, all right, dipping means the figures have gone down a little bit, but that doesn't mean they're gonna stay down and drop down, they just dip, but then they might have come back up. A dip is usually goes down, but then it's come back up, right? Okay, um, dropping tends to signify more that they are going down and they're gonna probably either stay or they are or go down further. So showing a downward trend or decline. So if the figures have dipped, you might be concerned to think that's an early indicator this could get worse, but right now we haven't got any other data to show that. Dropping is showing they are more of a downward trend and probably going to go down further, so we need to do something, okay? Um, so it's almost saying that they're going down to gradually become less or worse or lower. This is a trend, okay? Trending, it's like a pattern. A trend is a pattern. Stock prices dropped after the company's announcement. Clearly, that's one example to show that there's definitely a downward trend. 
Growing and surging are lovely words too. So you could say, you know, our prices surged between 2010 and 2021. So to increase suddenly and greatly, surging prices, growing prices, okay, explosive prices. Um, so prices became explosive for petrol between 2010 and 2021, for example, okay, and to recover. That's another one you're going to hopefully need to use. So we're talking about to improve after a difficult period of time or falling in value. So you might say our profit margins are expected to recover in the next financial year or the next fiscal year. You can use fiscal or financial, both meaning obviously economic terms. Okay. Um, adjectives and adverbs for you here, you uh, sharply, dramatically, quickly. So we often use these in this way by saying the number of our customers increased sharply between 2019 and 2021. So a real quick increase, right? Almost overnight, dramatically, kind of shockingly. Um, you can also use them, though, for the opposite too, okay? So you could say the number of our customers decreased dramatically between 2019 and 2021. So it, it doesn't have to go with a positive or negative only. It can work for both. Gradually and steadily means slowly. And we said step by step, incrementally. So income from, you know, income from our marketing decreased gradually over the years, falling from 20% to just 9%. Okay. Other words you can use considerably, significantly, substantially, remarkably, or markedly. Now, um, these are lovely words. So the number of people walking to school fluctuated considerably at the beginning of 2000. Okay. Um, we might also say things such as slightly, insignificantly, marginally. That means a little or not much at all. So um, our profits, okay, um, our profits rose slightly in 2013, okay, nearly or roughly or about. So we could that means approximately. So you could say roughly by two percent, for example, or approximately two percent or thereabouts. So listen to these words and try to use them, okay? Um, the sales declined, reaching an all-time low during the year of 20, 2018, okay? So again, when we use it in those ways, we can really describe in greater detail what's happening than just saying the figures dropped, right? Okay, you're being more specific. And these are the types of words and languages that your, your financial colleagues will want to hear. People in sales and marketing, you know your financial directors want to know these, um, your sales director wants to know these. It's important you can give more detail I'm just saying our figures are rising or decreasing, okay? And tell them how much by the extent to sharply, steeply, dramatically, significantly, substantially, considerably, fluctuating frantically, all right? That might be something that's just like they're wildly out of control to a really great extent. Um, so for example, you might say the sales pitches of our team fluctuated wildly during the first 10 years of our business, okay? Upward, that's a good one. So you talk about upward or downward trends, so going up. So a pattern going up or going down. So generally the wholesale department indexes fluctuated during this period with a downward trend, okay? Um, you could also say the satisfactory results have shown an upward trend from just under 60%. Okay, so that's another way you can use them in different contexts. Um, slight, gradual, and modest. These are useful 
um, when describing tiny changes, all right? So slight rise, gradual fall, a modest increase. Marginal um, is used when we're describing a very small change. Fractional, marginal, mm, minimal, you know, not really a huge thing, okay? Um, so you would say we're showing a marginal change here in our figures, but it's not it's not big enough really to, to write home about. Okay, that's a good idiom. So not write home about means it's not worth picking up a pen and paper to write about that one. Not notable, not noteworthy. So we could say that. We could say, okay, you know, we've had a minimal change here. It's marginal um, and really nothing noteworthy to report. Okay, just means not worth writing about. Consistent, steady, constant. Okay, so a steady movement, a constant flow. Um, we might say consistent flow as well, or constant shifting. Okay, so it just means steady. All right, steady, 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 consistent. Like we say, try to make your practice daily, every day, consistently. And if you do that for 28 days, you will see improvement. You will see significant, dramatic. <laughs> sudden increase in your your English vocabulary all right and uh, fluency so these are the great ones to finish on there significant dramatic sudden okay substantial sharp basically a degree of change so a sudden rise a sharp decrease changes that happen quickly a dramatic fall or a substantial change these are all the types of words that you will find you know yourself using now let's just talk about how you're going to use these i'd like you to after this podcast or when you soon can try to go back over it look at the notes you've made and then attempt to use the words to summarize what you have heard try to describe to me about how you can dramatically increase your english by practicing consistent changes and over a constant period of time you will see the results show up okay and um, try to discuss you know to describe things in great detail and um, perhaps speak out loud about how you have improved your English considerably, significantly since when you first started speaking. Um, but you know that there is much you can do to increase it further. Um, perhaps your skills have fluctuated over time. Okay. Um, your best ever efforts were last year. Okay. When you increased your proficiency significantly. I'm reaching an all-time high of doing one hours of studying, one hour of studying every single day. And um, however, this year you've been very busy, and so your ability to do that has plummeted. Okay, and you're doing about ten minutes every two weeks. Oh, I hope not. Okay, right. You get what I'm saying here. So you want to be using these words and try to use them to describe as many things as you can about what you've heard here or about your English proficiency if you want to do that. Say how you want to improve things gradually, steadily over time. You're going to make a considerable effort to change that and hopefully the improvement will be substantial. You hope to hit a peak in your performance very soon, okay? And your, your hope, your dream, your wish is that to a great extent you can make a huge difference in how you sound when presenting with your colleagues and interacting with anybody else okay so i hope this has given you some really good ideas and native expressions of how you would use these please give them a go let me know how you get on i'm always here um, to listen to your feedback on anything you found helpful in the podcast again like many others are doing now please write into me on telegram let me know what else you'd like me to podcast about i'm here to provide what you need to get you through your days, your weeks, your months ahead with your English, okay? So good luck, remember to practice consistently. You will see steady improvement when you do that. 
and anything else I can help with, you know how to find me, eslbusinessenglishexpert.com and of course, initial-impact.com. Stay safe in your day. I'll see you soon. Hello, everybody, and sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to mention a few things that can help you, all right? So I want to help as many of you as possible. You can get a free 30-minute check of your English level, your OET, IELTS, or any other things that you're trying to achieve here with me. If you're trying to uh, pass your interviews, maybe you're attempting to get a job overseas. You would like to know how you're sounding and what a native speaker really would say about your responses in an interview or an IELTS or OET test, for example. And check out that at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. If you're looking more for career and immigration coaching and would like to discuss your plans, then you can hit me up over at initial-impact.com. But both of those sites, the links take you to the same end result, which is a booking page for 30 minutes free of charge to book your session, time and date you pick on Zoom. Also, if you're doing IELTS and OET and you would like help with your written or speaking tasks too, and you don't or can't have the time to book a session with me in person on a live call, which again, I can do. You can get live one-to-one -one coaching on Zoom anytime you like. But if it's hard for you, then take advantage of my IELTS and OET written and spoken task service, which means that you buy credits, 10 credits, 10 tasks, and you can submit your spoken audio files to me for critique and review, and then I will respond within 36 hours with a full review of your transcript and to tell you where you sounded good, where it fell down, and the corrections, okay? And um, for your written IELTS and OET, again, you can select all the tasks on my booking site, which the links are all uh, all available. If you just go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com, you can find all of these services there and follow the links. And what you'll be able to do is get a response from me within 36 hours with correction of your written task. And then you get a chance to do it again with the corrections I've suggested. And I will also expand and give some other native phrases you might like to consider. So you're going to find out how to make yourself sound better, to hit the magical number um, that you need to get for a word count, pass and get the higher grade, and also how to expand your sentences and create essays because many students are struggling to know even how to, to create an academic layout of an essay. Um, you're going to fall down there too. When it comes to OET, it's slightly different, but the same process applies. When we look at how you structure those referral letters and how you uh, write the client and the patient notes, okay? So it's very specific depending on whether it's OET or IELTS. Um, I do it all. Me and my team, we are here to help you, okay? So don't hesitate to reach out. And of course, please, 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 if you'd like to purchase any books, then you can get that from the bookstore links. Again, you'll find those all on the site. So good luck, everybody, and hope to help you soon.